Hey, Elm family, welcome back to Empower Life Ministries podcast. We're your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber. It is Thursday, January the 19th, 2023, and we are so grateful for you joining us today. We are uh, exploring right now the do's and the don'ts of witnessing, but before we get into today's um a podcast. I wanted to just uh, let everybody know that this coming Sunday on January the 22nd, Daryl Barber and myself will be down in Selmer, Tennessee at Lifewing Covenant Church. Daryl's going to preach a, a mighty word. You need to come out and be with us. That's right. It's 10 a.m. Exactly right. If you're in the Selmer area, please come out. That's the church, Lifewing Covenant Church. That's Pastor Barry and Lady J. Bishop. 63 Lindsay Lane. Yes. So if you're down in that area, come join us. We would love to see you there. But we want to get back into our study that we're doing. We've been on a series now for the last 20 some odd uh, episodes on doing uh, the importance of the local church. And right now, we're uh, yesterday, we finished up on the don'ts of witnessing. <laughs> yeah, and the main thing we want you to yes. get from this series is not just the importance of the local church, but the importance of you being a part of that local church. That's right, yes. Uh, every one of us have gifts, every one of us have callings, and you've had to find your place in that local house. And and your pastor, ever who becomes your pastor, if you're not going anywhere, will help you in that, uh, to find that position, you know, where your niche is, where you fit, what your gifting is, all those things uh, you'll discover in the local church. And, you know, I know people... operate in them, in the local church. That's what I was going to say. And I know people have been going to church for a long time and still haven't found their place, but you have to seek your place out. You do. You know? You have to really be able, or not just able, but willing to have a part in the church. I believe that's part of our makeup in life anyway. I think every one of us, even before we get born again, are already you know, manifesting some of those gifting that's in us that yes. the Lord placed within our life. But what the Holy Spirit will do will help you pinpoint that in your life, and then you know, your leadership can help you develop that. But it's, you know, it even goes even further than that. It goes in it having a place to belong. And be a part of the family of God together. You know, we none should be islands unto ourselves, but we need to be. We need to have uh, an ability to be in the family of God. That's right. And all of those things happen in our development, so we can ultimately, ultimately become a witness for the Lord. We get equipped. We get you know filled up with the Word of God, and you know we'll possess the answers that the people need to hear. And that's going to be our first thing we talk about in the do's. Yes. Is we need to be a positive people, and we need to be able to bring the answers to them. And we do that by our equipping. Now, before we take off in that, in case this is your first day of listening to this, I want to go back over real quick, and we won't spend a lot of time on it, but the don'ts in, in our witness we don't tell people they're going to hell because this is not a heaven and hell issue. It's a life and death issue is Amen. what it is. Yes, it is. Jesus came that we might have life. life and have it more abundantly. That's right. We don't want to point out people's sins and faults. Uh, we don't want to talk down uh, to other people or put other churches or ministers or ministries down trying to get people to come to our church. That's not even integrity. No, And that's not. not the character of Christ to do anything like that. Uh, we don't need to be arguing doctrinal points with them, uh, anything like that. 
Uh, the main thing we want to do when our witness is taking place with them is let them know the love of God is the main thing. And number, the fifth thing we looked at is we don't beg or barter for them to come to church. You know, if you do this, <laughs> then we'll do this. That's you know? right. <laughs> That's kind of a, a, you would think you wouldn't have to say that, but it happens all the time where people will say, all right, God, if you will, like, you know, if you have some a sickness in your life, if you'll heal me, then I'll, I'll, I'll go to church, you know, whatever. But yeah, that's well, that's the wrong motive. It is. And even with us, you know, begging people, we don't need to beg people to come to church. And we don't need to barter with them that, hey, if you come this, I'll do this, you know, or whatever for you. Or, you know, well, that's not what it's no. about. And the truth is, if you have to beg them to come, you have to beg them to stay. Yeah. So let's look at our first. Well, you kind of mentioned it already about the number one part of the do's in witnessing is staying positive. You know, I have thought so many times over the years, what is one area that keeps us from being positive? And to me, it's if we start talking about religion instead of relationship, then it it gets to the negative because religion has a negative connotation to it. But relationship has a positive connotation to it. And it just makes a difference in how you present Jesus. That's the absolute truth right there. And some people have not to this day heard the gospel. They hadn't heard the good news. And what we've done is we've marred the image of Jesus to a lot of people. A lot of people, even when they're thinking about God, they think about, you know, some God sitting up on some throne in the heaven you know, looking to take people out when they mess up and stuff. And that's not the heart of God. God so loved the world that he gave his son. Yes. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He don't want any of us to perish. He don't want any of us uh, to live beneath the privilege that he's given us the opportunity to live. And that's heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. You know, and I was just discussing that uh, yesterday with uh, some of the kids in chapel because we were talking about making our home like heaven on earth. And we were talking about um, the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus came and, you know, he's he's preaching to all these thousands of people. But one of the things that he said in that was that uh, that we would have the kingdom of God. And that's the point. That's what we're trying to do is manifest his kingdom on the earth. To me, that's positive. That's, you know, that's keeping everything where that, you know, like you said a moment ago, he came that we might have life. He didn't come to make that miserable. He came to make that uh, a blessing and be abundant living. Absolutely, he did. And, you know, the thing about being positive is we need to understand we're living in a new covenant. We're not waiting for a kingdom to come. The kingdom's already come. Already come. And we can bring that understanding to people about, you know, the Lord uh, bringing that life to us. It will absolutely change the way they start seeing the church and the way they start seeing Jesus. And I think when we when we start presenting the kingdom living to them, which is totally opposite of what we understand living in our culture, um, but if we understand kingdom, then we are staying on a positive note where we're ushering in everything that the Lord has already provided for us. That's, I mean, you know what? That's good news. <laughs> it is good news. And, you know, the, another thing, really a myth that's out there is people think that Jesus is still in a fight with the devil. Right. You know, and, and you know, who's going to win today or whatever. But that's already been settled. Jesus won. He spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly. So right now, the devil's not an issue for no, you. Jesus no. has already put him 
under his feet, and as you are part of the body of Christ, he's under your feet. So, you know, that's another position you can have in the Lord once you start serving Jesus Christ. But if you're outside of Christ, yes. you're outside of victory. You're outside of victory, yes. So his, his that's his plan for you, and we'll get into that a little bit more tomorrow. Now you're talking about one of my favorite things, Christ in you, the hope of glory. But we'll close out for today. We will, uh, yeah, tune back in with us tomorrow. We're going to have some more things that we need to do to be a good witness for the Lord. Thank you so much for joining us. You have a great day. God bless. Mm-hmm.